Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the NXT preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamflet and Michael Sidgwick here to look ahead to tonight's episode of NXT Gold Rush. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into it, though, if you're a fan of this, make sure you subscribe to Culture Wrestling, wherever you get your podcasts from. The Daily Wrestling Podcast, uh, where we only read the show formerly known as NXT Q-Bit. Oh! I love you, Colorado. Christ. Premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and round of the week complete. A quiz, of course, on wrestle culture. As I said, they're joined by Hamlin Zidwick to look ahead to NXT Gold Rush tonight. Uh, full disclosure: I've been out of the loop, let's say, with NXT for the last couple of weeks, and I was more than willing and ready to go back and watch it all. But we decided as a collective, it might be funnier because you take, I mean, you take one week away from NXT and the whole landscape's changed. A fortnight, I dread to think what's what's going to happen. Uh, but lots to look forward to. Many championship matches, of course, on tonight's show as well. Yeah. Um, last week was Gold Rush Part 1, wasn't it? And then when you look at this card... Say it right. I've, I've already forgotten what he did. On, <laughs> I, I forgot what I did as well. Ching-ching! Gold Rush. Gold Rush. Gold Rush. Gold Rush. The great American Gold Rush. <laughs> um, it didn't really feel like that compared to this. Like, line up all these title matches. Like, what even was last week? So what then? did they do last week then? Because they've got the two main titles and the tag titles. So who was... I don't know. All I did was watch it. <laughs> like, we, we sat through it reviewed it. I suppose, yeah, you've already forgotten it by, what would it be, Wednesday afternoon. They yeah, had. Yeah. I'll tell you what it was. They had. And here's our first opportunity to uh, tell you something that went down last week. I think it was on our, like, yeah, we've got to catch Wilbon up on this. Um, what's going on with Wesley, Tyler Bate, and Mustafa Ali? Oh, yeah, of course. It's time to play the game! Time to play, time the, to play the game! game. Did it, did it, <laughs> did it, it, what's going on with Tyler Bay, Wesley, and Mustafa Ali? So I assume it's North American Championship related. That was last week, Gold Rush. So they, they have had... a three-way? No, singles match, yeah, Wesley versus Tyler Bay. Because he's had his eyes on it, I saw that, I noticed that. He's had very subtly been keeping his eye on that title. Mustafa Ali is the special guest referee, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah, What does he do? What happens? Um, does he, oh, do they do the... Is it Flair and Taker? Where it was like, I'll be a special guest referee. Oh, I didn't see your foot on the rope. Sorry, I, c- I counted the pinfall. 
Good guess. But Good guess because he's incompetent, because mm-hmm. he's not a referee, hence yep. why would he be one? Were you on the show where we talked about one of the most, like, quite incredible scenes ever in wrestling history? They did VAR. What? That's what set this up, wasn't it? Oh, they did, like, they not like a literal video action replay, but they had, like, a standby ref who just came in the match. He missed a, um, a tag. So that he, like the referee was counting on somebody that wasn't the legal man. Oh! So the original referee who had spotted this and recovered just in time slid in the ring and put his arm underneath the other referee's arm to stop the count going down for three. Oh! So hang on how, one second. Oh my god! This is how stupid. <laughs> this is how stupid this company is, and how much I hate it. Right? <laughs> After decades of systemic incompetence in officiating across the entire industry, right? Decades of ref bumps, of slow counts, of fast counts, yeah. of distractions, and just idiots. They finally, and it's WWE no less, finally stumble upon an idea to get rid of, like, mistakes. They finally do it with this new implemented, brand new, gonna be the procedure. And then they give the wrestler the special guest referee. <laughs> the next that, week. It's so yeah. stupid. And no one thinks enough about how stupid it is. Ali was like, we can't possibly have that happen. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> what so, was the, what was the, so what did, do you know what, want to know what he did? Yeah. He messed around with both of them. Ooh. He would like do fast counts of both. He would do slow counts. He was like, I'm not bloody looking. And then Wesley retained, and Wesley was really bloody mad that he retained in dodgy circumstances, and Tyler Bate was madder still. North America's was. maddest man. Yeah. <laughs> and, Mr. and, like, after the fact, they're all, like, backstage living their wacky life. And his father's like, what about that, eh? And they're like, you f***ing prick, mate. Like, the <laughs> you f***ed it. The match was sh- Like... It was so bad between these two wrestlers trying to have a good match. When they're great <laughs> yeah. wrestlers. Yeah, they've overcomplicated it so much. So we're still waiting for a, a turn. But he, like Ali kind of turned heel on all of us rather than either of the characters. Oh. Like, you've made this thing I like bad. Brilliant. Thanks, Ali. Thanks, Ali. Well, tonight we've got three championship matches and a match for the Heritage Cup, which I notice Noam Dar's no longer holding. Uh, he's either work or shoot injured. Came out was like... Uh, um, I, I cannot fight for the cup. Our men will do it. And he lost straight away. <laughs> so Nathan Fridge just won the Heritage Cup, which is now listed as a title on WWE.com without beating the champion. And he's having a match against Dragon Lee again. Like, sort That's going to be a banger. Well, well is it? Well, is, is it? it? Is it? Because the Heritage Cup is fought over British Rams. Oh, God. The worst formula in What about that part? So you're getting excited. Oh, my God. They're building to the sequence. Dizzying. Oh, my blood's pumping. This is a white knuckle ride. Oh, it has to stop. Time for a break. <laughs> Please don't. Remember the dragon, uh, do fix a blood generation, Super Card of Honor, no, 2005 or six. This match is so goddamn good. Like, go back and watch it if you haven't already. Super Card 05 or 06. Because five, I think. 05, and then they did another one the year later, and it wasn't quite as good. 05, do fixer, blood generation. Um, you might think, two minutes in, oh, I see this on AEW every week. It's trios matches. This is why you see it every mm-hmm. week. And yeah. it's, it's magnificent. It's so exciting you can't believe it to an extent that the fans in the arena come up with a new chant when they see are finally the finish ah they're gonna stop please don't stop please don't stop that is how good the match is that they don't even want the finish so you get this style of wrestling and if you're wwe you just say Okay, we'll stop it then. <laughs> what we'll do is we'll stop this incredible momentum and awesome action. It's pathetic. Shawn Michaels is bad. 
I remember in the summer of 2021 when we were all trying to find different ways to illustrate how goddamn sit down and watch AEW. You have to. This, if you've ever mm, watched wrestling, yeah. please watch AEW right now. And I remember your take, Sage, about like, like even if you don't as high as we are, you can't criticize it because at this point they've given you literally every single kind of wrestling you like except rounds. Yes. And WWE were like, yeah, that is the most boring one. We'll take that. Thanks very much. <laughs> yes. We'll hobble some of our best wrestlers with this terrible format. Yeah, and we'll do it on our best brand, NXT UK. So, <laughs> there you go. Um, so you familiar with the metaphor? Yes, oh, yeah, right, I okay, knew that yeah. they'd been called. So that, they've been yeah. kicking around and they're all buzzing around and they want the trophy back. I quite the- like them. Yeah, theoretically they want the trophy back for Noam Dar, so they'll probably be kicking around for this as well. But it, Nathan Fraser retains. Yeah, yeah, the prestigious Heritage Cup. Yeah, he didn't beat the champion for. Uh, Mello just lost on Monday Night Raw, but I still think he still think he retains the NXT Heavyweight Title tonight against Baron Corbin. Yes, it's this is a relief for me and Sage because. Obviously, all of these stories are developed in weird and wacky ways, and there's all kinds of various character journeys that they've been on. The two episodes you missed, now it's gone on with these two. It's as boring as it was when you went away. It's as, like, formulaic. Yeah. Baron Corbin, did you see the match where he wrestled in his red shorts? Maybe. There was one thing then. We believe that he was trying to visually distinguish between the actual WWE superstar on television that most people see and this show of a NXT run he's had because he came out in a t-shirt and red denim shorts was it and then the t-shirt it's got not torn. like it's like gym wear yeah pretty much and then the t-shirt got torn away and he's just like in his shorts kind of dogging it and it was just like uh, me no I wasn't Baron Corbin I look like this I'm, Bar- <laughs> like on Ro- I'm Ross Baron Corbin yeah who's that guy <laughs> obviously there's some crap wrestling going on what did the wrestler look like he looked like Baron Corbin sort of but he they actually didn't he just dressed <laughs> like you uh, oh, yeah, Mello retains. Oh, this is stunk. Yeah, this is probably going to be a bad match as well. Really got Dolph Ziggler over this, hasn't it? Because compared yeah. to Dolph Ziggler, Bron Breaker, Christ. Oh, God, I like, know. Uh, I talk a lot about how Tony Khan is an absolutely incredible matchmaker. Shawn Michaels is piss poor. <laughs> piss poor. Well, you say that, but a dream match is happening for the women's title. My dream match, specifically. It's Thea Hale, protector at all costs, Representative Chase, is Chase you still a thing? Yes. We're on quite a journey with them. Yeah. There was a reveal that Duke Hudson has been leaving Andre Chase messages and Andre Chase has been screening his call and ignoring him. Uh, because Duke's obviously overwhelmed with the marking and everything. Right? Yeah. We were thinking, oh, he just doesn't give a toss about Thea Hill. Quite the opposite, in fact. He wants to give a toss. But wow, and Andre Chase, who we thought was injured, is apparently just like, like Duke was like, oh, sorry, I'm leaving you another voicemail, Andre. Or, uh, Mr. Chase. Blah, blah, blah. Chase. And uh, in the meantime... Thea Hale has become a submission specialist because Charlie Dempsey and Drew Gulak have taught her a Kimura, was it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, Tiffany Stratton was like, I will not tap. And then Thea Hale was like, take some of this. And she tapped and then she went, I tap now. <laughs> um, he had so excited for this match. Duke Hudson on last week's episode <laughs> of NXT, permit me for talking in young people speak, had me giving Bernie Sanders. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm once again asking you... <laughs> To just book Duke Hudson as a babyface on Raw because he was bigging up as part of that a pep rally. He was bigging up Thea Hill's chances of winning. Yes. And I was like, where's the ticket? Uh, I've got my passport. I've still got me um, Esther from going to Vegas. <laughs> yeah. I will go into that show, Duke. You're amazing at this. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not going to be Thea Hill's night. She's not getting it. Right, winning in the match will probably be bad. And Dempsey and Gulak <laughs> might screw her over. Speaking of bad matches, Gallus are defending the tag titles <laughs> uh, against our boys, uh, Idris and Opie and Malik Blade. So they are our boys again, because there was a while where they kind of went off. They fought each other, didn't they? 
They did. And it they was went, really fun. It was really great. Get in. Like it, dumb jock wrestling. Yeah. It was a highlight of that. Tank versus Tank, too, basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it was a highlight of that dip storyline where tag teams had to prove how good they were. What By, time do you think he's going home yeah, tonight? Sorry, yeah. Um, he doesn't give a f. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Aye. Awful storyline. All the I'm tag teams. close together so he doesn't have to yeah. skip around too much. But their match was legitimately good. And um, oh, the NXT tag division is goaded now. Yes, it is. Because. Uh, Humberto Carrillo and Angel Garza have, turn, oh! have turned up. Get in. <laughs> yeah. They do not look uh, No, they're kind of watching stuff from the old uh, Regal's Nest, like looking down on everybody in every sense of the word, pretty much. <laughs> um, and Gallus are rubbing their hands together because they're probably going to retain the title as well as Chaos goes on. Is this where we bring up conversation of maybe why Gallus couldn't drink at the bar last week, do you think? Is this the right time? Yes. Shall we? It's short. It's crass. <laughs> Sorry, because I was going to do because uh, we've got the the next paper. It's time to play the game. Time to play, time the, to game. play the game. <laughs> I think it's her favorite board game. Uh. I think she'd be baffled by Screwball Scramble. I was gonna, I was gonna <laughs> I say she'd be absolutely should be baffled. sorry. She should apologise. Well, I was gonna say Monopoly, but Monopoly by your own houses. <laughs> Connect four. It's probably her speed. <laughs> Why couldn't Gallus drink at the bar last week? Uh, because think about there'd been a. Think about like a little hint. Think about who they are, sort of. Yeah, mob, it's gangster mob stuff, isn't it? Stax has, has done something in, in retaliation. Might be. Maybe. Ooh, ooh, because they uh, snitched on Tony D. The bar was full of rats. Yes, 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 yes! yes! <laughs> Bang on. You've researched that. I swear to God, I swear when it on my unborn child's life. That I have not looked that up. He didn't put it in the text when he was sending you his jokes. No, no, no. no. He, he keeps it very brief when he texts me. <laughs> right, okay. Really? That's, that's the crack. Oh, my God. But it's obviously a ruse. There are no rats in the bar. He's just told them that there are rats in the bar. Jeez. So they would scurry from the performance center to the bar. And then when they were going in their car, he ambushes one of them. Which one? Joe, not Wolfgang. Joe Coffee threw him in the boot. Joe Coffee threw him in the boot and then drove off. Now, so he's kidnapped someone yeah, again. You think that that crime on camera might get him in bother, similar to... We've dug deeper in this investigation. I'm, I'm sorry, I hate this so much. I'm going to do, <laughs> do another rant. So, because I'm not a goldfish and I can remember these things, okay. So the implication, <laughs> there are rats in your bar, right? They go, ah, oh, there's rats. <laughs> 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 Jay White's turned up on an there's rat. <laughs> oh, okay, there's rats in the bar. Rats. Because the same, I, I got confused because, no, because in, in Scotland, it's like, uh, yeah, you betch. Yeah. Oh, you're right, dickhead. So sometimes they do ah, E's where there should be I's. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. So when I say Ritz, but rats I sound like yeah. Jay White now. <laughs> I sound like Jay White. Anyway, so they go scurrying, uh, there's rats in that bar. <laughs> <laughs> there's rats in them, them bars. So the implication is... <laughs> It's their bar, because if there's a problem, yeah. they're the ones who are going to do a sort out, right? If it was just someone else's bar that they just attend, yeah, they'd go, all right, Bill, Bob, there's rats in your bar. We bloody love drinking in that bar, so sort out your rat problem. Yeah. No, no, no. They must own this bar 
It may, you, I see where you're coming from, and I understand it to a, to a certain extent. And if, if this was main roster, I would agree with you. It would be preposterous. But we also know that everyone who's in NXT also has a profession, so they're probably professional exterminators as well. So that's why that gone. could be. But also, it's what an avenue me, for a character. If it is their bar, it's only killed off any interest in NXT. <laughs> <laughs> if, it is, if it is their bar, <laughs> that's good. If it is their bar, put a baby on roll. and they are going to it. Why then, Adam <laughs> Wilborn, would months ago when they filmed vignettes at this mm. bar, would they piss and moan and be general boring bastards <laughs> that they had one of those American dartboards with a magnet and oh, not a proper yeah. one? And they were going, hey, it's not real, this one is not real. Aris, I real Aris, me, I'm from Glasgow. <laughs> Good point. So why get, a, get your own dartboard then, yeah. dickheads? That was when it was following Henley's Dallas. bar. They've obviously bought the lease. Maybe I'll follow and handle that. There we should say as well, because I, I imagine Sachs will keep pretty shum about this because we're getting increasingly suspicious of his motivation. Yes. Oh, God. There was two weeks ago, they finally did the Charlie Day is Always Sunny red board as he was lined oh, up all the suspects. Yes. Now, so I'm going to rewatch all this tonight. So, which in, Right, so this was genuinely quite a nice touch. He had ice. There's a good chance. It's not Indy Hartwell. It's Stacks. Yeah. But he isolated all of um, Tony D's old em- enemies as to who it might have been. So you had like... Uh, Pete Dunne. Dead, dead. Like, dead. but you remember how you say like Tony D was like the last character before they'd get chased off the main roster. They use that, right? So like, there's um, Pete, like little Pete, Petey Poppins doesn't look so much anymore, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's stupid yeah. gags about what they've all done. And then there was a this really like quite emotional bit of LTST where like there was this picture of like dead question mark, and it was two guys. Oh. Uh, the tape to the air uh, to the thing. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> and you used it for a maker on spray too, and I'm like, two dimes, law. <laughs> Picture of coins. Oh my god. Uh, so yeah, like Stax continues to investigate. Mm. But, you know. Maybe we'll see if we get an answer out of him later. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, Gallus retain because they have to drop the title to Tony D and Stax in the end for me. Or at least <laughs> set that match up. <laughs> That's uh, how the breakup happens. Of Gallus, please, God. Oh, yeah. That's probably going to happen on the next TV special that's themed around... Which I believe is called the... Uh, Great American Bash. And God bless the United States. <laughs> Every time that video... It's going to be less funny that when he doesn't go to prison and gets re-elected. Yes. Isn't it like that? <laughs> oh, we've oh. ruined it. <sighs> you should celebrate yourself every day. But some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be 
big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try? It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. Uh, we've got Gigi Dolin versus Keanu James, but my notes here have an asterisk that says, Wilborn... Well, sorry. No, that's a five-star review. <laughs> you... It's time to play the game! Time to play the game. Time to play the game. Who's <laughs> she's next? Maybe. We're NXT. Teach the youngins. <laughs> Willborn guesses Gigi Dolin's new thing. Did it. This, this is your thing. Three guesses, why not? Uh, I'll go florist. No. Because of no. the Good rose. Yeah. Good show. Uh... Door-to-door salesperson? No. Because no. of the door history? <laughs> well, what's the opposite of a door? I was wondering that the other day. When I'm cleaning windows. Yeah, a window <laughs> is the opposite of a door. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when a, when a door opens, for example. And then, you know, if you put those two together, you've obviously got... <laughs> we haven't got time. We have not got time. Yeah, one guess left. Uh, what, what jobs haven't we had? Chef? No. No. Do you want to tell him? Art connoisseur. <laughs> She's walking down the street and like admiring all these murals and describing how like her love of murals is what like it's this latest like gonna uh, get a tag bonnet called Muriel. Oh, and then she's gonna fall in love with somebody so they can do Muriel's wedding. Right? Typical, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know how like um, with Gigi Dolin, it's always like this incredibly serious subject matter. They've just completely oh, God, tossed yeah. aside like it's nothing. Like the latest way they've done that is like a uh, thing about all these murals is they're a splash of color in my dog life. Oh. But like that's what it is. That's why she appreciates uh, 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 an imagining, a rendering of a world into which she can escape her own bleak real uh, real she life. The, didn't she win the feud against JC Jane? Shouldn't she be like? Yeah, I, I, don't I don't think, think so. I was just about to say. I don't think winning a wrestling match uh, <laughs> solves like long, deep rooted trauma. But that's how they think this thing yeah, works. Yeah. So, so she does this like love letter to art. art. Turns out she's a massive art lover, and then it immediately goes to Keanu James, who's clearly had time to watch this and hate it. Because she's like, uh, I don't care about that dumbass. Like, I had a hard life too, but you know what I did? Business stuff. <laughs> no, is, like, she, is she going to buy up all the art? Is yeah. that the plan? Is that the new Maybe. business plan? Yeah, buy all the art, possibly. Buy a gallery. Uh, <laughs> gallery for an ambush? Yes. Buy, like, rent a gallery. Like, Gigi Doolin comes into the art gallery, and she's all like, oh, wow. <laughs> and then... 
Neil Buchanan attacks her. In the gallery, there's, <laughs> there's a new wrestler, and it's like, this is your thing, and her thing is one of those street artists where they just stand still. And Gigi oh. Dolan's like, that statue's incredible. And she turns her back, and the statue decks her. And it's Keanu James's new assistant. They could use the a, assistant. They could use Sculptures of Anything Goes by Arctic Monkeys. Yes. Because they bring her into the art gallery, and it's just like, there's no actual art there, because it's a ruse, and it's blank canvas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gallery. <laughs> they opened with that glass and it kicked ass, and then all of a sudden Twitter was going, what the bloody hell is this nonsense? <laughs> What's this? Where's my animal? <laughs> <laughs> So as you say things, the faster and the funnier yeah. it is. Uh, <sighs> so I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go win for Gigi Dolene here. Probably. Yeah. Like her. Or I can't uh, imagine it being very good. Keanu James will like pull out a portrait from another ring and smash it over the head. <laughs> Gigi Dolene's face goes through the frame. Ah, the irony. <laughs> you loved art, and art turned on you. Just like your family. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's the most horrible material, yeah. and they make me laugh at it. The well, show is terrible. That that's actually interesting because that Shawn Michaels it, really took his eye off the ball. That's really <laughs> um, potentially uh, um, a, a law uh, aspect as well, because of course that wouldn't be the first wrestler to have a big painting thing smashed over their head. Because didn't that happen to Dana? Was it Carmelo or Dana Brooke? This happened to. It was Dana Brooke, wasn't it? In the Money in the Bank, in the sad pandemic. Money oh in the bank. God, she yeah. On the floor. Oh, don't you get? Uh, I think she got the because they were like you she got the two slapstick moments <laughs> yeah. to like this horrible sort of orchestral like ominous the, music. Grim <laughs> bump as well, <laughs> wasn't that it? Dog, the, dog the clown. No. <laughs> Dana, it's a wet floor. <laughs> <laughs> the music was so dramatic. Yeah, it's a it's a slapstick gag, you morons. But anyway, um, I also have in my notes, kind of, yeah, it is. There you go. Look, how bloody stupid she looks there. It was exactly a, that. The, yep. It was the. It was a picture of Carmella that was smashed over Dana's face. I believe after she was told it's the wrong bloody briefcase. <laughs> but it's definitely man who was definitely in the same room. Yeah, it's like a lunch, definitely not filming in her toilet. A lunchbox hanging, hanging from a light bulb. Oh, this is not the one. One of the you worst matches dumb. ever. Idiot. <laughs> you stupid Dana Brooke. That, I mean, this is a segue, isn't it? We need to talk about Dana Brooke. Well, now, now full disclosure, I believe you've written here the Dana Brooke saga. Yeah. Is this the, the Twitter storm, perhaps? Maybe one's related to the other. I saw her saying, like, I get it, I suck. Uh, she kind of had to tweet that. They brought her in uh, as the returning legend. I remember that for the the, uh, the Battle Royal number one contenders we thing. We still play a game with this, by the way. Yeah. Who <laughs> has yet to achieve... Legendary status. So she's got to talk this big game about, like, yeah, I've been on the WWE roster. Like, Seth Rollins, come back to NXT. Like, like this two-year-old playing Breath of the Wild, I don't <laughs> think. <laughs> this place made me do it. <laughs> you, can't, you can't, like, Seth Rollins saying, like, this place made me what I am. She can't do that. Because, like, what, crap. <laughs> like, this, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. We feel sorry for her. Yeah, we it's do not feel on sorry for her. Bad material, this. Like, um, but anyway, she's banging on about all that, and Cora J is like, I don't buy you, you mate. You're rubbish. And they have a, they have a match last week. Like when? It, when do you want to drop in the game on this stage? Let's <laughs> <laughs> no, do the other way. Other way. I'll do it then. It's time to play the game. Time to play the game. Show you. Um. Did it. Did it. Did it. Did it. What famous pay per view finish inspired the layout? <laughs> Of, a of Dana Brooke versus Cora Jade. Yes. Famous pay-per-view 
Screw job. They love a screw job. That's nope. why. No. Uh, think about it. Dana Brooke. What, what's she like? <laughs> <laughs> not, not like a wacky sense. What's yeah, like what, what? Like what? what, what? Who's she the ever spiritual successor to? <laughs> Uh, oh, Hart and Austin? Yeah, she's the new Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ah, yeah. oh, yes! <laughs> I love this show! She's the new Stone Cold Steve Austin because she they did the whole... Well, she <coughs> injured her knee in the in the midst of the match. And she went, and uh, really subtle. <laughs> but she kept going, my knee! Oh my God, guys, my knee! This is after she got so lost that she literally pointed at Cora Jade to tell her where she wanted to see. <laughs> And then she was like, oh, my knee. I feel sorry for her because, like, I think she works so hard. Mm. And she takes loads of crap. And they give her this. And it just, basically, so she's doing, my knee, my knee hurt. And <laughs> she's in the shop. She's in the submission, the sharpshooter, isn't it? Yeah. They, well, they put her on a stretcher first. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. like, no, no I'm going to no, continue in spite of my knee. I will keep fighting. I will yeah. keep fighting. And then she just won't give up. She's too tenacious, too gutsy. She's just too stone cold. And then the fans are going, tap, 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 <laughs> tap. <laughs> You have no. to, you got to laugh. you got to laugh. It was so cruel. And then that's why on Twitter, she was like, I get it. You think I suck. I felt, you can have a laugh with it to a point. Yeah. We're laughing at creative. Terrible creative and a bad system. Like that's it, what we're laughing at. <sighs> Stone Cold Dana Brooke. I mean, how it's, a, it's literally a joke. Right, well, let's, we're on a speed round. We'll rush through some stuff here. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, Damon Kemp and Eddie Thorpe. Eddie Thorpe keeps beating Damon <laughs> Kemp, Kemp by like, by he gets he gets wins, but they're not proper wins. Damon Kemp's always got an excuse, but they've got a stipulation rematch. It's a, it's a doubler here. Oh, okay, because Eddie Thorpe's got a thing. <laughs> Eddie Thorpe's got a thing. No, I don't already know his thing though. But I mean, but it was the best ever exhibition of the thing last week. He's more of the game because he knows yeah. the thing. So, you know how these characters have second careers? Yeah, he's like a DJ, shaman sort of thing. Where, would you, where would you practice your DJing? <laughs> I don't know. Where. You know if you were a DJ, where would you oh, practice? Oh, the club. Or? Well, you wouldn't practice. Oh, you should practice at home. Yeah, or like, uh, like maybe you've got like one of those like fancy studios. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, he does a backstage. He does a, he does a <laughs> On a television show. He does a backstage, backstage area, isn't Overcome Damon Kemp. Sounding good, Eddie. Do you know that? Sounding good next week. Do you know which highly touted prospect was in this segment as well? Who? Oh my. Stevenson. I forgot about him. They've given up on him. Yeah. He's not gone on NXT thus far for a reason because they think he's going to be main roster, megastar, Olympic gold. He was in the draft, wasn't he, early on? No, he's on NXT now. Just mucking about with yeah. them, Damon Kemp and Eddie Thorpe, because they've this is the biggest tell ever that they've given up. It's like we'll put them in here, and it's like it's like the last throw of the dice. Like I'll put him up, put him in a League Cup game. Yeah, he's been rubbish in training, but you know he's he, he had a great career once upon a time. Put him in the League Cup, and if he does nothing there, he's bloody out. Put him in NXT, then see if he can show us something there. The ultimate tell, but obviously, so these uh, uh, refs screwed up in the first match. Ref screwed yeah, and up. Eddie Thorpe is a fair man when he's not DJing, and he's like. All right, thank you very much. Okay. And then he goes, okay, but I get to pick the stipulation, so. It's time to play the game! Time to play the game! Time to play the game! What stipulation did he pick? <laughs> Three guesses. Uh, jokes. <laughs> Three guesses, <laughs> guesses, jokes. <laughs> A You'll never get this. No, I, I, I think first blood match. No, no. 
a... You'll never... Two, oh, two out of three fours. They love that. No, just no. think the stupidest possible choice. Like, I'm not being funny. The stupidest possible choice. Kind of what was the What was the TNA thing? The reverse Battle Royal. No. Like, reverse Battle Royal. Scaffold. Um, kennel from Hell. Yeah, San yeah. Francisco 49ers. Yeah, yeah. It's worse. It's stupider. <laughs> Amazing. A Raw Underground match. Oh, wait, you <laughs> did say someone said something about this. And the obviously, the other day, they're bringing Raw Underground back on NXT. <laughs> a Raw Underground match. I'm not being funny, right? Is Shane going to be commentating? If the idea is... <gasps> if is the that tonight? Uh, I don't know. No, I don't think it's tonight. Nah, no, it's not. Do you know what it is, right? It's Gold Rush no, tonight. It's, you know, it's, it for its, own. it's next week. And do you know why it's next week, right? Because Gable Stevenson uh, said, like, huh, I'm here for you, Eddie, because I, uh, I know a thing or two about Kemp. And, uh, that, he's my brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just in case you were aware. And um, I'll be a member of your uh, two-week fight camp. <laughs> so I like, thought getting two-week fight camp. It's one thing. <laughs> so glad it's not being all done tonight. It's one thing if they want to have like Damon Kemp's uh, the brothers of like successful people usually do the same thing, just not as well. Maybe he's got like some amateur chops. I haven't researched it. It's one thing to say we'll have an amateur wrestling match or we'll have a no ropes. Don't. Remind people of Raw Underground. <laughs> Maybe Dabakato is going to re-establish his dominance. What after losing clean to scripts? Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, well that's how you, you go back to your basics, don't you? <laughs> and that was uh, losing to Braun Strowman, I believe, long term. We yeah. do the stupidest bits as a bit on this podcast of how stupid this show could get. Oh, there's a bird person and they fly around, just as a joke. I don't think we'd ever be so cynical and stupid to think, oh, they'll do, they'll do Raw Underground. Yeah, they'll bring yeah. that back. They'll never have done that ever, and they did it. Like, honestly, people were tweeting the next day. <laughs> Love that, Raw Underground. <laughs> but we've reached the point where pandemic... It was record low, record yeah. bad mood. Yeah. Classic. It'll be, it'll be, remember the two out of three falls here. I still remember the day on Twitter when, like, I think it was, like, Voices of Wrestling posted, like, they're going to do MMA and Shane McMahon. It's coming to Raw. What? It's <laughs> the <laughs> no, same night as Retribution. All at once. It was like chaos. It was within weeks, week, I think. Yeah. It was in weeks. <laughs> One final thing I want to talk to you about before I, I think I can hear his plane. No, he's, yeah, he's playing setting down. Uh, what's going on with Von Wagner? I have to know. <laughs> well, Look, it's you basically, we're not playing the game. There's not much, yeah. enough time. <laughs> so he finally sits down yeah. with Robert Stone. Time to talk about the picture, Vaughn. Did he did he go to therapy? Oh, so he went to therapy. Um did so they, no it kind of implied that he was shagging her. Like that uh, might be head cannon. <laughs> <laughs> like he said something like, uh, yeah, she really saw a different side of me. Like I think it was a, my taint. A, a naked <laughs> But not many people can see that. Usually I have clothes on, and even if I was naked, you could not see my taint. But uh, she obviously had a different view because she was eating my ass at the time. <laughs> not actually eating it. She did not digest there was no my knife ass. Fork there was no knife or fork. Uh, she did not eat it or digest it. She just licked it, uh, you know, analingus. <laughs> she really got inside my head, Mr. Stone, and I put my cock inside of hers too. <laughs> Are you like, are you 11? General head bed. That's a throat. <laughs> it's a neck, if anything. <laughs> anyway. Was, so, yeah, he sat down with Robert Stone. There was some LTST, because he's, he's telling Mr. Stone, oh, this is two weeks ago. <laughs> and then, of all people, Vaughn. Great to hear it, Vaughn. 
think you're having full sex with it. Like, Dijak walks in. Yes. He's like, you hey, dumbass, stop being a dumbass. And then puts his sunglasses on inside. Just walk, yeah. walk, walks out with shots. So, like, just babies getting thrown in the air. A great week to be a one, <laughs> to be a one Wagner fan. You're getting a lot. And then next week, it's like, Robert Stone's like, hey, Vaughn, want to tell me more about that picture of your head getting opened up as a baby? And Vaughn's like, my head got opened up as a baby. Like, <laughs> he had a medical condition that meant that um, his skull wasn't... Uh, it, there was a condition that had a very long name that meant that, like, it was growing... In a weird way, something they had it to It would like impede the gra- brain growth. Yeah. The growth of the brain, the way the skull was. Uh, okay. So they had to, like, basically cut from, like, jawline all the way over, like, lift his face off as a baby to operate on Jeez. his skull. Reshaping. Like, Dave Meltzer's reporting off Shabbat made real. Basically. Wow. And he lived to tell the tale, but, like, he had some scars when he was younger, and... There was like oh, really like hard. Uh, it, it was really really effective, right? So like they, as you knew it would be when they first showed you the picture, basically. And given the full details of what happened, yeah. And then two things occurred to me and Sige, as we were reviewing this. They did it in like the empty arena, but it was the NXT one, so it's just like tiny building. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier today, um, we realised that like Mr. Stone is basically. Like, and then he's like, that's all I want to talk about today, Mr. Stone. He's like, I got so many more questions, but <laughs> what? Like, <laughs> he told him the extent of the surgical procedure and the, and the traumatic effect it had on him psychologically. Yeah. He, he told him, the, the, he gave him the, the, the scoop. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he was just like, Vaughn, I, I need to know more. Like, what more do you want to know? You f- yeah, just say that sounds terrible. I'm so glad you got through it and you're you know, doing like, what you love today. Vaughn is now just... Now you're the Beverly Brothers theme. Yeah. But, like, Vaughn is also... It, when he comes out to the Beverly Brothers theme, then he's a wanker sign. <laughs> <laughs> we can just pack it up and go home. That's it. Like, Vaughn, it kind of, like, you flipped it a little bit because he was like, like, thanks so much for helping me open up to you. Um, I've loved working with you. And it's in this way where, like, you remember that every single one of his son's clients has turned on him and thought he was lower than trash. Yeah. And Vaughn likes him. And oh. now we're starting to stress it's, that, like, there's going to be... oddly nice. It was really quite effective. And presumably he's going to fight Dijak. And there's a bit of a concern that, like, Mr. Son will be like, I got what I need out of you, you big dumbass. And, like, turns <laughs> on us. That's what they're going to do. Because we, like... I got into your head. Yeah. We discussed the possibility that maybe his sexual fetish, because that's what the show is, is, like, surgery stuff. Oh, God. Because what more... I think he just wanted, like, really, like, very, very deep info about the... Because what else do you need to know? No. Heed off... Oh, God. Big trauma. Hence your personality and your rage issues. And so you want to know more? What is this next hour? Anyway, I think I've that's missed this show time. so, so much. And I think I need to get home soon. Oh, yeah. Me too. I didn't go back to the States. I took your advice. Where did oh. you eat in town? Greg's. <laughs> what do you think of it? I liked it. Uh, Sid, what's the deal with pastries? Uh, pastries. <laughs> pastries are a food, and um, they are very versatile, very hard to cook, very hard to cook, um, unless you factory produce it, or you're like a really skilled chef, usually from France. And um, pastries are very versatile, uh, not particularly good for you, but you know the good stuff never is. And uh, <laughs> the savoury pastries and sweets, so very versatile. Let me tell you, Sid, uh, French pastry bakers are kind of scary to me. You know, uh, they give me the creps. <laughs> <laughs> Probably better written down that one. <laughs> 
Have you had a nice holiday, Stacks? It's been a lovely uh, break, but it's good to be back. And uh, I missed this show. Well, I was working on the show, obviously. I missed uh, d- d- uh, talking you guys. About it. Yeah. <laughs> Three of you, actually. Uh, I, I, I think this guy's an asshole, but I think, you know, he clearly has an enjoyment of this show, and yeah. he's the only one he actually understands. <laughs> so three questions, three jokes for you, Sid, all about pastry. Uh, what do you get if you bake f- weed into an apple pastry? Huh? Oh, stoned. Because he likes his deadpan ones, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. All right, this could be that one. Well, he deadpan saves that for the last. Deadpan spoonerisms. Puns. Yeah. Filth. What's that up again? What do you get if you bake weed into an apple pastry? What's uh like apple pastry is hiding something, isn't it? Like strudel. It's not said strudel. Yes. Strudel. What what words in like Mike Doobie Brothers sound like strudel? Strudel. Strudely. Strudoody. <laughs> Dunno. Stoned. Good, but it's not right. What do you get if you bake weed into an apple pastry? A high turnover. Ah. ah. There you are. I thought you were going to get it for a second. That a crumble, you know, like apple pastry. Why did the... It's just a joke didn't happen. Why did the pastry chef poison his pet parakeets? Huh? Why do you do that? Picture that. Don't picture that. It didn't happen. It's just a joke. Because they wouldn't shut the f*** up. <laughs> Good. Right. Why did the pastry chef poison his pet parakeets? He was trying to kill two birds with one scone. <laughs> That's good. That is a good one. I don't know how it's, it's not going to do a sexy one for the third. No. Final, uh, final question, final joke for you. Why should you never mess with an Italian pastry chef? It's like... Make Italian pastries. I don't know. Oh, what's it called? One of my favourites, actually. I pick it up from the market when it comes to heaven. Those really nice turnover ones with the stuff inside. Oh, yeah. Not Italian. Cannelloni. Is that one thing? I, think I, am. I love a cannelloni, mate. Pistachio cannelloni. Yes. Oh, my God. Like yellowy green colour. Oh, my God. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's awesome. Um,. A joke. <laughs> Why should you never mess with an Italian pastry chef? It's Italian. Italian. It's not Italian, is it? Shut up, you! You should know, Stacks. Um, I should never mess with an Italian pastry chef because they. Um, I've got any idea. I can't even guess. Why should you never mess with an Italian, Italian pastry chef? Because he'll beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to believe it. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. I said, focaccia, focaccia. That's swearing, kids. It's very good. See you yeah. later, guys. Follow me, Adam Sidgwick. Bye, Stacks. Bye, Stacks. Uh, follow me, Adam Wilborn. Michael Lamphlet. We'll be back tomorrow to review this show. See you later. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.